Yes, people. Ah, uh, it is Wednesday, which means it's another episode of Echoes from the Void. <laughs> Man, it has been a day. It's been a goddamn day. Had two just had a job interview and then uh, an interview for Echo Chamber. Right? So um yeah, a lot of talking and um just waiting, waiting for confirmation on the first one, which goddamn is the thing I hate the most, right? You can never judge. You you think they might have gone well, but who the hell knows? It's some baffling shit. Right, so I have to say a crazy thing that happened, right? I uh, I was talking to some young lady on what was I talking? I think it was Hinge. That was it on Hinge. Talking to this lady, and I'm um, you know exchanging exchanging messages. Conversation was going well, catching joke and all of that. And then so I, I then got a message And it was just like um, uh, I was just wondering Are you a Christian? And I'm like Yeah, no Which it clearly says Clearly says on my profile That I am not And then it's just like Oh, I, I mean, I don't think we'll have anything in common <laughs> Even though we had been talking about all the shit we had in common, <laughs> right? It was just this crazy thing. I have to say, for people, a, a group of people that claim, right, claim to be all forgiven and all open and blah, 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 religious chicks can be crazy. You know what I mean? Because it's just a bit like, oh, if you don't believe in this thing, we can't talk. Which is insane, right? I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> I don't care what you say in your head. I ain't going to be joining you on a Sunday morning. But then again, I don't expect people to do all the shit that I do, right? It, it, it's this really weird really weird kind of conceit right you you see it so much like oh you oh god is my number one and so um if it's not yours then we're, we're not doing anything but then these same people will complain i'm not meeting anyone oh this is so tough and it's just like well only because you decided to make it that way with your real odd shit Right, if if I was like, oh, wait, you don't like the films I like? Ah, oh, I don't think we can talk. There would be up. I mean, there'd be up. I mean, there wouldn't be uproar. I mean, come on. <laughs> but people would be like, yo, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? You know, but it is. It, it, it doesn't seem to be. Um, yeah, the same thing, which is very odd. But anyway, people. Ah, we don't need to talk about this. All right, let's move into, um, yeah, some other shit. All right, let's get this popping off. All right.
I really don't know what's going on. It seems that where everyone was thinking, you know, maybe 2021 will uh, be a big improvement, just seems it's getting weirder and weirder, right? <laughs> like, you, you, you have to kind of, you know, scratch your head every week because more and more weird shit keeps on going down. So... Over in Japan, <laughs> man, there, there's some crazy stuff, right? So, they're Olympic, you know, because Japan really want the Olympics to still go on this year, even though it seems most other people are just like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> like, maybe it's not a great idea, but, um, you know, one of their board members resigned because um, the idea of letting women into meetings seems to be, uh, you know, something they're not keen on, right? So that went down, and then, you know, just a few days later, just a few days later, (laughs) like, these people just never learn, right? It's, um... Yeah, well, a member of their Liberal Democratic Party, you know, well, the um, Secretary General even, has put his foot in it, right? But, now, still, they were having, like, all these all-male boards, which kind of seems, I mean, it seems odd, but it's, it's not particularly surprising um but uh yeah the idea was broached of letting more women into these and so um they made a deal to let five five female lawmakers into their board meetings but the idea is they can't speak right they can sit there and observe Right, sit there and observe. And um, they're allowed to submit, you know, opinions and comments at the end. Right? Submit them, which which does imply that, yeah, they're not getting looked at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people then assess whether, whether to pay them any mind or not. It's like... What is going on? But, again, it isn't surprising. Like, this, you know, this Secretary General is 82. So, yeah, is of the age where um, still stuck in their ways is a very relevant term. Right? There, there is, um, you know, when you look at, there's a lot of countries where you know laws for females is not it's not great right not great at all which is funny right so there's this week on echo chamber we we look at into um into light right a, a film um by Jessica Graham and Amy Walker that looks at Inez um Mil- Milholland, 
you know, who fought for the right for women to vote, you know, which, you know, this this took place in 1916, but the law wasn't actually ratified, like, and that's the 19th Amendment that came into, you know, place in 1920, right, so, you know, it, it, it took a long-ass time for, you know, a lot to change in the West, but even then, there is still a lot of crazy shit that isn't great, right, but, yeah, I mean, when you look at the Middle East, there are issues, there are a lot of issues concerning women and their rights, which is just a, it is a very baffling situation, you know, the, yeah, it, it's still this huge divide, you know, and, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, that goes on, and, you know, these things go on, and people, you know, people will make comments like, oh, that's not great, but they don't really do anything about it, right, don't really do anything about it, like, you know, these things happen, but, yeah, Japan's still given the Olympics, you know what I mean, which is the irony being, the Olympics is is full of, you know, female competitors, who are, you know, doing these crazy feats of athleticism, and that's fine, right, you know, if if they get their gold medals and everything like that, that's great. People will applaud that. But then <laughs> they're, they're, they're not allowed to do other shit, right? It, it, it's this weird situation, this really weird situation. And it, it's, you know, obviously it's not just Japan because... You know, Princess Lat Latifa. You know the um, you know the uh, Dubai leader's daughter. That situation is now, you know, all up in the um, all up in the news. Even though she was imprisoned in early twenty eighteen, <laughs> she she's been in jail. For nearly three years, but only now do people seem to care. Yeah, it's, it's so fucking weird. And, you know, you, you have all these countries going, oh, that's, that's terrible, that's shameful. We think they should release her. But, you know, we, yeah, we're not really gonna do anything, though. Like, oh, yeah, we're, no sanctions. We don't want to do anything to the UAE because, oh, yeah. I mean, do we have all the facts? Like, do we? Oh, I don't know. Let's just leave it to the UN. Let's leave it to this toothless entity to um try and do something. It's the U fucking N. I, they're, they're nearly as pointless as who. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, oh, what can they do? 
here they don't really, it's not like they can really, you know, push for anything, because if they could, I mean, would we really have a lot of the shit happening that we, that is, you know, they've got the, the blue helmet guys that go to spots, but, again, they can't, you know, their hands are tied, can't really do anything, it's just empty threats, so, yeah, for the, for the US and the UK to act like they give a damn, they'll be like, oh, she should be released, and oh, it's terrible, but then, just be like, meh, you know, yeah, it is what it is, so, um, hey, UAE, how about some oil, how about some, eh, it, it, it really does, it, it does just make you roll your eyes, and, you know, look at this whole political thing as the best pool that it is, because it is just, it is a joke, right, these people doing this shit for, for life, you know, it, it's more about position, you know, the deals that they can make rather than the changes, and I think that, that seemed to, um, you know, become a, a huge thing playing into the impeachment of Trump, right, there's people that, you know, had to go into, uh, you know, elections for their positions later in the year or next year, you know, they didn't, they voted certain ways, right, now, if you were just about the truth, right, just about, you know, law and all of this, you know, the rhetoric that they tell you, then, it's not about getting re-elected, right, if you can make a difference, if you can make a change right now, that's what you do, right, that's what you do, and if you then lose the seat, you lose the seat, but at least, least you brought about some great laws, and you did your, you know, the, the great things that you could within the time permitted to you, but no, no, they vote, and they do things for longevity, so, yeah, the, the, these people acting like they give a damn, really, about women's rights and all of that, ugh, man, it is, it is a bit of a joke, right, it is all a bit of a joke, it is, um, it's really, confusing, this whole Josh Whedon situation, right, it's, yeah, a lot seems to have been said, and nothing at all has been said, right, so Carissa Carpenter came out with her statement, you know, she said, for nearly two decades, I have held my tongue, and even made excuses for certain events that traumatize me to this day, Josh Whedon abused his power on numerous occasions while working together on the sets of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. 
The disturbing incidents triggered a chronic physical condition from which I still suffer. It is with a beating heavy heart that I say I coped in isolation and at times destructively. Right. And then we get, you know, um, he found his alleged misconduct amusing, claiming he was particularly cruel um, while she was pregnant, calling her fat. Right. She says he was mean and biting, disparaging about others openly and often played favourites. I... <sighs> You then have a few of the other members of the cast coming out and saying stuff. But none of them have really said anything, right? It's all a bit... What's going on? You know, like Michelle Geller said, while I am proud to have my name associated with Buffy Summers, I don't want to be forever associated with the name Joss Whedon. I am more focused on raising my family and surviving a pandemic currently, so I will not be making any further statements at this time, but I stand with all survivors of abuse and am proud of them for speaking out. Which doesn't say anything. Like, it doesn't say a thing. You know, and, and then it's ridiculous because you have people then jumping onto it, right? So Michelle Tracker, Trachtenberg, you know, she then was like, thank you, Sarah Michelle Keller, for saying this. I'm brave enough now as a 35-year-old woman to repost this because this must be known. As a teenager with his not appropriate behaviour, very not appropriate. Which I don't... What does that mean? Now, listen. I get, you know, trauma and all of this. But I also kind of feel that if you're making a, a claim against someone, like... More has to be said, right? With all of these people jumping to her support, like who worked on the set, right? If you're not actually saying anything, like what are you doing? You know, you had other people say that, oh, I didn't experience anything, right? But I stand with, you know, victims of it, and be like, yes, I think everyone you know, would support someone who's gone through something, right, but did you see it, like, did you witness stuff, and what did you witness, because, I mean, there is a difference between certain behaviour and other behaviour, you, you, you know, like, now, Listen, if I I think you can, uh, how best to say this? Like it's a very tricky thing. This is it's like you you're not trying to condone certain things, 
But there is definitely a, um, there is a stigma that will stay attached to you, even if, you know, what people said you did isn't exactly what they said you said, right, so it's like, you know, harassment and misconduct, right, but I think calling someone, you know, fat, it's, I mean, it could be many things, right, could be many things, now, some people and this is definitely a thing, you know, you think you're being funny, right, making jokes, but it's, you're not reading a room, right, not everyone is finding them funny, now, some people might be, some people aren't, so there is that, it's just, is weed, like, is he an arsehole or isn't he an arsehole, or, no, I think, because I think you can be an arsehole and still work, Right? Because, you know, like, how many people do you know who, you know, you can do some great work with, but, ugh, like, ugh, I don't really, I'm not, there's no small talk. I'm not really talking to you because, yeah, I don't particularly like you, but I'll work with you on a professional, if we keep it professional. You know what I mean? I'm not going to ask you how your weekend was. But I'll say, you know, have you done that report yet? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think there's that. Because we don't always have to like everyone that we work with. You know? So, yeah. It, it, it's trying to gauge. Because there is so much going on. Like, Ray Fisher had his claims. But, again, Fisher never really... Like, he, he never really quantified anything. He was just like, oh, yeah, Whedon, Whedon says some mean things. But, like, what what is that? Yeah, he, like, because I've seen people be told, yeah, your work's not great. Like, can we do this again? And then it's just like, oh, I can't believe they're just, just always picking on me. They're always mean to me. But it's just like, yeah, but your work, the quality of your work isn't good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I think that is, that happens a lot, right? And it is very difficult to gauge anything when, um, yeah, people aren't saying anything, right, it's just this, everyone is just, oh, you know, we, we stand with support, people that have been through abuse, and we're like, yes, we get it, but was the set bad, like, that's all people need to just confirm. <laughs> like, they don't... It's not like they have to... Bear. Yeah, on Tuesday, like, he pinned her up against the wall and screamed in her face. On Wednesday... No, just be like... Yeah, it was a terrible place to work. N- no one had fun. HR were constantly involved. Like, no one just comes out with anything like that. So it's just, what was going on? What was going on? You know? 
Like Warner Brothers supposedly investigated the Ray Fisher stuff and were like, yeah, nothing, nothing happened. Like, so what happened? What went down? I don't think we're going to get answers, which isn't great. Isn't great if you're Whedon and and nothing really happened. There's, his name is always going to be tarnished. But if he did do foul shit, then fuck Whedon, right? But what is it? <laughs> like, what, you know, what is it? Uh, it's, yeah, I just always feel that if you're going to say something, like, you gotta kind of back that shit up, right? Kind of gotta back that shit up because there's so much on the line here. You know, and when you're on a set with all these people, because all of these people are coming forward, it's surely, you know, there is confirmation that can happen. But I don't know. Nothing, nothing, it is, <sighs> Hollywood is a weird place, it is definitely a weird place, right, uh, I don't know, because look, James Masters and Amy Acker are like, yeah, no, everything was fine for us, so, um, yeah, Ow, will we ever get to the bottom of it, who the fuck knows, who the fuck knows? It's just... It's just very weird. It's kind of crazy right now with um, how everyone is acting around Britney Spears. You know what I mean? Like, a do the documentary where Framing Britney Spears comes out. And now everyone is clamouring... To have their say on the matter. You know, it, it, it makes you... Makes you laugh, really. Not Britney's situation, but just how people are treating. What, like, Glamour magazine posted on Instagram. We're sorry, Britney. Heart emoji. We are all to blame for what happened to Britney Spears. We may have not... We may not have caused her downfall... But we funded it, and we can try to make up for that. I I kind of think these are just words. <laughs> you know, there's to to kind of try and act now like, oh, we didn't realize. I mean, come on, like everyone knew what was going on. You know, yes. She shaved her head. Yes, she's acting erratic. And, like, a lot of that... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there was a, a you know, a kind of a breakdown happening. But it's not necessarily a sectioning breakdown, right? Because there's so many times I think everyone can account, especially, right, after last year. I mean... Really, COVID has, it's 
showing people what it's like to be in certain situations. Now, not everyone, but it, it gives a, a glimpse, a window, because, listen, it's a year. It's nothing, right? So imagine, right, the claustrophobia of being someone like Britney Spears, you know, constantly harassed, constantly bugged, story after story after story coming out. And we know that certain outlets lie, certain people lie. It's not about facts. I mean, how many times have um, newspapers been sued for lying, for, you know, libel, for hacking people's phones, for all of this? So we know there is a dishonesty with everything. And, you know, over the last few years... Right, just think about all the stories that have come out. You know, the Me Too's and just all of that. Right, the like the situations of people being oppressed. You know, people being, you know, forced into certain things they never wanted to do. Like people, you know, using their power. So, for someone like Glamour to be like, oh yeah. We're sorry, yo. Like, and it's we're sorry after a documentary came out pointing fingers. <laughs> it's it's not like they just came to this on their own. You know, they were just like, you know what? We realized that over the years we've been shitty. No, it's a documentary came out that asked questions. And that has made all these little rats run. You know, we're seeing all these rats leave the kitchen, you know, trying to be, you know, find hiding places. It is ironic. And, you know, just think about that statement as well, right? We're all to blame. You know, saying, oh, yeah, no, just, listen, if you are really sorry, just apologize for you. Just apologise for what you did Right That even with this They can't just Take responsibility It's like No, 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 I mean, you know They said something as well So we just acted because, you know They said, and I wouldn't have said it Unless, you know, like uh, uh, The mirror hadn't have said something But, um, yeah, I was just following uh, Shut up, clamour Come on, right? It is just fake. It is so fake. Because as I said, look, if you really felt bad, you'd have done something ages ago. <laughs> you'd have done it ages ago. And, you know, if you really feel bad, why don't you offer a percentage of the money that you got from all the stories that you posted and published and sold, you know, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, it's easy to just say something, but yeah, they they never actually want to, you know, put a, a financial number on that shit. It is funny that, right? So... You know, and then you have, right, we, we have all of this, 
Then you have other people, like Perez Hilton has said, oh, yeah, I've been, um, oh, what's he said? Uh, my words and actions were wrong. I was nasty, mean, cruel, inconsiderate, awful. I have apologised to Brittany, not just publicly, but privately. Well, great. Bully for you. Because saying that, that's not for anyone, but you know, for him, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's to be like, hey, people should understand, look at me, look at me, you know, because that's what a lot of this is, it's a look at me, right, you, you offer a fake condolence, so people pat you on the back and be like, oh, look how they've grown, oh, that must have taken so much, oh, well done, well done, you know, like, None of this is, like, I don't believe any of this is sincere, you know, don't believe any of it is sincere, and then, oh my gosh, it kind of moves over to Justin Timberlake, right, Justin Timberlake, (laughs) oh my god, which is just... Man, that's just a bit weird, right? Because he's, you know, they, like he was talked about, you know, their their relationship and everything like that. You know, the, you know, the reason they supposedly broke up might not actually be why they broke up. And so Justin puts out an apology, right? Puts out a heartfelt apology. Oh, Justin. (laughs) And, um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Was it like, so he put a, a thing on Instagram, right? And it's, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I'm deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem. Where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologise to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both both individually because I care for and respect these women, and I know I failed. I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better, and most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be a part of and grow from. Which, ugh, again, it's just, you know, like, if you feel that, you know, all of this was so bad and, you know, you feel sorry and everything like that, why now, right, why not before, again, you're apologising because, right, because (laughs) you were highlighted as being an arsehole, that's it, because of that, you are now apologising, it's not because you had this epiphany, 
and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, I have been a shit. No. It's because it showed that, yeah, you're an asshole. You, you lied, right? You weren't particularly telling the truth and all of this. And the thing is, it's like you can say that, you know, when him and Britney broke up, they were both young. Yes, they were both young. But then, you know, the Super Bowl incident with Janet Jackson, which, I mean, that was just a complete mess. It was a complete mess. Now, from what you, the way you watch it and see it, it does all come across like it was a fabricated situation. You know what I mean? It, it was it was something that was created to um, present a buzz, but it just fell flat. It fell flat, and no one was really buying it. And I mean, it wasn't crazy. Like we saw a a nipple tassel. That was it. It was a nipple tassel. It it, it was. She was wearing a pasty. <laughs> like. For for that to be what it was, it was insane. It was insane. But, you know, I think Janet got a lot of flack from it, where Justin didn't. And, yeah, I think that's, that's where it's all kind of come from. But that all happened at a time when he wasn't young. It's not like he was really young and, you know, maybe he was naive and blah, blah, blah. No, like, he could have known better, right? He could have known a lot better at the time, but he didn't. Well, he didn't really care. I mean, and and that's the big thing, is people don't really care. If it doesn't affect you, why care, right? That's... I, that that's the way a lot of people kind of tend to do shit, live your lives, you know, but then when they're called out, you know, then they want to act like, oh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel really bad, and I, but you don't, you don't, like, it's not like this shit hasn't been talked about over the years, Right, so at, yes, they, they were things at the time, but they come up every now and again. So it, it is being in the ether. It's been in the cycle of conversations over the years. And if he felt bad, he'd have said something. He'd have said something, but he didn't. Right, and you know, then he wants to, um, yeah, he his other comments around. Um, the music industry, and everything like that, look, what, okay, what did he say, alright, so yeah, the industry is flawed, because it sets men, especially white men, up for success, because of my ignorance, I didn't recognise it for all that it was, I do not ever want to benefit from others being pulled down again, be like, oh, so this has just all become clear now. <laughs> just 
at this very specific moment. It was just like, uh, you know, it reeks of PR. <laughs> you know, the agents sitting down and be like, yo, you need to say something because you aren't looking great right now. Where, yeah, I think just, just some honesty would be better, right? Look, I fucked up. You know what I mean? I just didn't look at it from other people's point of view. Right? Just say something like that rather than this ugh, contrived bullshit. You know what I mean? This contrived mess. It's always this. You know, like, people. I, I don't know who believes this. Obviously, some people do. You know, as you always get those, oh, that's well said. Oh, you're so brave. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always those stupid ass comments. But, you know, it really doesn't mean anything. You know, it, it's just laughable. It's just laughable. Look, what I wonder, though, is will all of this maybe impact her, uh, Britney's, you know, her case? To um, remove her dad from controlling her estate, right? Because that's something else that is just fucked up. Yeah, I mean, like she doesn't like her dad. <laughs> she was kind of separated from her dad, and then when everything went crazy, they put him in control of her shit. Which is just like, what are you doing? You know, if they put a, you know, a third party, a separate entity looking out for a fine, but to put someone who you don't even care about and who is being yeah, a mess in your life, it's, it's not really a good look. And she asks, you know, for it to change and she's told no. Which, again, it's crazy. Look, a lot of people have really just fucked Britney Spears. So, where everyone is trying to pass the buck... Eh. I mean, listen, everyone. <laughs> yeah, all paid apart. All paid apart. You know, so, it's like, what are you actually going to do? What are you actually going to do? Because, you know, even though this documentary kind of highlights certain stuff, it still isn't great for Britney, right? It still dredges everything up. It's still putting the spotlight on her, you know? So, yeah, what actually are these people going to do? You know, how are they really going to help her out? Right? Because that's the main thing. How are you going to help her out? And how are you going to not keep on doing this shit to other people? Right? Because it's an age-old thing. Just, yeah, shit on people. Right? So how is that going to change? Hmm. You have a feeling it's probably not. Right? It's probably not. 
Okay, so it happened at the end of last week. So uh, I know people have talked about it, but Gina Carano has been fired from Disney. You know, so um, yeah, she played the character Cara Dune. Cara Dune, Cara Dunn. I don't know, but she played that on The Mandalorian, and I have to say, from what I had seen. I, and I don't, I don't know why, but that character was loved, loved, and when I say I don't know why, I'm not saying because the, the acting was bad or the character was bad, but it's, you know, I think sometimes you see, like, certain characters or things just blow up, and it's real hard to put your finger on, like, what the hell was it? Like, what was it about that character? Because, you know, there's a whole bunch of new characters cropping up in, like, The Mandalorian. But, yeah, that was one of the ones that everyone, you know... I think it was her and Baby Yoda. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're the ones that everyone was, like, talking about. But, yeah, Rose to Fame... From, you know, from her success on... I mean, she was already famous. When I say Rose to Fame, I mean, that was... Her the the current thing she was doing, which kind of just skyrocketed her. There was uh, the amount of times you'd see like parents post pictures of their daughters, little girls dressed up as Cara Dune, and being like, "She can't stop talking about you," or "Oh, she finally got the toy she wanted," and "Oh, she begged me to make this costume for Halloween," or whatever, whatever. So yeah, this popular character, this entity. It's no longer, no longer a thing. Now, I'm assuming most people have watched the second season of The Mandalorian. But, yeah, she appears in the second season. Now, where that character is left, you can, like, she doesn't really need to feature anymore. I mean, the storyline was kind of done. So it's easy enough to walk away. To be like, oh, you know, she's doing a thing over here, or she's dead, or, you know, there's no more, I mean, there's plenty of things that you could bring her into, but the way it's left, there's no real, you know, pressing cliffhangers, but I, I think the main thing is, it's, you could see this coming, right, I think you could see it coming, and yeah, could you could see that she should have known, <laughs> like, uh, and I don't think she should have been fired. No, I do not think she should have been fired. I, it always is crazy when people get fired for a comment or a listen. Not everyone's going to agree, that's for sure. But should people get no? No, because what people are basically saying is this person should no longer work, right? And then it's just like, so are you saying this person now deserves to go, you know, become homeless, to live on the streets, potentially die? That is that what you are hoping for? Because you're thinking your your whole thing is this person should never work, and it comes from people who. I would like to know 
what you have said in the past. Because I guarantee everyone has said something that someone else will find offensive. Right? Now, you might not think it's offensive, but someone, I guarantee someone, someone somewhere is going to find one of your past comments offensive. So, because of that, should you now have to suffer? You know? Now, that's it. Right, and it is, so she supposedly put up uh, several comments, several comments that ushered in this situation. One of those comments um, was uh, it was an analogy that she she used, right? Um, and she said this: Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazis, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realise that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbours hate them, simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? And then underneath is a black and white picture um, from the war. Now, it's crazy, like, a, a, a lady, I think, her username, well, it's not a username, Actually, I can't see, mm, something about Winterfell, Leah is Winterfell, something, something, but she's got Sarah, and the, you know, the Jewish star, Jewish star, David star, is it the David star, something like that, right, but she writes, because she, she, you know, she quoted... Carano's post and she said as a Jewish person this is fucking vile and unnecessary Gina Carano needs to be held accountable the oppression my people have faced because of our religion and ethnicity is not the same as political disagreements and then she says political disagreements can get violent that's for sure but have 6 million trump supporters been murdered by the government no then don't compare the two now i would say right <clears throat> maybe not in america and maybe not in the uk but there have been a a lot of countries where a political you know, disagreement kind of thing has resulted in thousands, millions of people dying. Happened in Zimbabwe. It happened to the Kurds, right? Happened in South Africa. There are a lot of counts where political has resulted in vile, vile actions. So... I, you know, I mean, I, I think what a lot of people are saying, they're looking at the here and now. Now, what Carano said, it is true, right? It is true. Hitler, he he blamed, because, you know, Germany was going through an economic crisis. So, because a lot of Jewish people were bankers and accountants, he blamed them. He blamed them. 
and he, you know, he talked on it all the time, he made speeches, and yeah, so he turned everyone against him, so then when he went to round them up, no one gave a fuck, because it's just like, good, you know, you fucked up the country, you lost all my money, you did, you know what I mean, no one cared, right, so what she said is fact, now, the problem is, and it's a problem that so many people are doing, right, it's calling people Nazis, who aren't Nazis, it's taking a terrible situation, and going, oh, this is exactly the same as, you know, it's like, um, when, you know, these people do it all the time, right, they'll be like, um, Oh, right, yeah, no, I understand what you're talking about when you're, you know, when you're talking about racism and how it's affected you, yeah, you know, I I get it, right, I mean, I dyed my hair, and the the amount of comments people made, it was terrible, so I feel your pet would be like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> like, no, you know, people make these dumb analogies all the time, but I'm not like, you know, you should die, you should die, how dare you compare your shit to this, it's not the same, no, you just roll your eyes and be like, yeah, it's not the same, alright, but anyway, let's move on, or if you don't know the person, it's just like, okay, whatever, I'll walk away, you know what I mean, it, 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 it's like, why, like, what, from all the shit, all the shit that gets taught right now, all the lies, all the bullshit, all of that, this is the thing that people decided to jump upon, now, it is funny, right, so Variety wrote about all of this, you know, they, they put up several stories, several stories, and, um, they, they, everyone keeps on referencing about, she put up, she's had loads of posts, like, loads of posts, talking about this, but they only ever reference two, right, so, that one, and, saying about, she, oh, she posted a picture of someone wearing multiple face masks, and then she said, and, um, what did she say, something like, oh, and, you know, meanwhile in California, which is just like, again, it's not bad, it's just, you know, it's like, whatever, right, it's just a, hey, okay, whatever, you know, because so many people are doing the mask thing and the thing, and it's, I don't care, I don't care, but the, the thing that made me laugh about variety is, you know, they're like, oh, you know, and, um, yeah, she, t- she took down those two posts, but left up a post saying Jeff Epstein didn't kill himself, and um, expecting everyone you encounter to agree with every belief or view you hold is fucking wild. Like, like those two comments are bad. Those two comments aren't bad. Because firstly, everyone knows Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Everyone has said it, so come on, and yes, expecting everyone to agree with all your points of view is wild, because they're not, so you just have to move on, just understand, 
we're not always going to agree. We're not always going to agree, but we can treat each other with respect. So instead of trying to shame, you know, if you've got something and you know something, drop them a DM, drop them an email, drop them a text, call them and be like, I just saw what you posted online. Like, what? Or just don't. You mean, you don't have to comment, right? Why should everyone think the same as you? Hmm? Why? They shouldn't. But, I don't know. What this kind of seems to me is a lot of people are bent out of shape because, from what I believe, the impeachment didn't stick, right? Trump got off. Um, I might be wrong because I haven't really looked into it because I don't care. But yeah, I I, I feel people are a bit bent out of shape because he didn't get done. So it's just like we need to make us. We need to get someone, right? We need to um show. We are in the right And people with these viewpoints And say certain things They need to learn So Corrado was just like Hey, I'm going to make a comment And it's just like Oh, we got a right one here Get her And as I said, look Corrado should have known She should have known Especially after James, the James Gunn situation You know Now James got rehired, which was great, which was great, and at the time, I did allude to what probably was going to happen, is Disney a huge company, huge company, they're on the stock market, everyone's shit has taken such a hit with lockdowns and everything like that, so yeah, don't need bad press, don't need bad press, Right, so whenever someone does something ridiculous, your shit is gonna get let go. Right, but down the line, you rehire them. You know, what I mean? be like, okay, come on, let's do let's do this new project together. Right, so her getting sat by Disney, it's not really a shock, not really a shock, and anyone working for Disney. You need to understand, right? You need to understand what the fuck it is. So you can't be doing certain shit because it just ain't gonna wash. You will get let go, right? And that I think that's what we um. I mean, when you work for any big organization, yeah, understand. You know, it can be gross misconduct if out of work, right? Out of work, you do and say certain things. You know, I I knew um, uh, someone they were training to be a physio, right? And they were like, oh, some some uh, you know physios at the university. They were in their final year. They were just that they'd done their exams, right? So just about to uh, graduate. And they went on a skiing trip. And on the skiing trip, they got drunk, right? They um, 
they decided to ski down the slope naked and they were mooning and pictures got taken and they were on social media and no students got kicked out. Just about to graduate, got kicked out. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's gross misconduct. You're bringing the name, the university of the profession into disrepute. Yeah. So they just lost their last six years of their lives. Because they were, yeah, they were barred. Right? And that's what happens. So you need to understand that. Now, if you want to talk certain shit, right, do it. <laughs> do it somewhere where there's no cameras. Right? That's, that's what you have to do. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't even create a fake, a, a fake account. The shit gets tracked back. You know what I mean? It's just like... Understand, you know, when you leave that company, you can do whatever if you don't want to work for them again. But it's it's just the crazy shit that's going on right now. But it, when you look again, when you look at what she said, it it's not it's not wrong. It's it wasn't wrong. It was dumb. It was dumb, you know. But to be fair. There's a lot of dumb shit happening right now, you know, there's, you, you have other people calling other people Nazis, left, right and centre, which again is dumb, it is dumb, but it's, you know, when you look at the, the statement put out by uh, Disney, it is kind of, um, it is kind of shocking, Right? Is kind of shocking because it's just like her. Oh, what did they say again? Okay, so this was Lucasfilm. Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts degenerate. Negrating, denigrating, Jesus man, denigrating people based on their culture and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. Now, the one I saw, yeah, that's not denigrating Jewish people, right? It's not attacking Jewish people at all. So it is kind of crazy. Now, were there more? I don't know. Right, but if you were talking about that one, that's that's not what it did. That's not what it did. So I think if Corona really wanted to, if it is just on that stupid analogy that she made, I think she could take them to a tribunal, to be honest. Right? Because yeah, the things they said she did, she didn't do. She's stupid, right? She's stupid, but yeah, she wasn't degenerating anyone, right? Or mocking Jews. So, um, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's stupid. It is the times we live in. Unfortunately, it is the times we live in. You know, I wish it was different, but we all know what the fuck it is, right? So, I think if you get. If you do anything like this now, it's kind of on you, right? Because you know, 
you know what the fucking world of social media is. You know what people are doing. So, be careful, motherfuckers, because it could, could well be you, right? Could well be any of you next. So, uh, yeah. And, um, I don't know, let's see what, yeah, Disney do with, um, The Mandalorian Season 3. I've seen a good few actresses go, hey, I'll play Carol Adun. <laughs> so, um, you know, I would just dead the character, to be honest with you. It'd be weird just putting another actress in the role, since the fact that, you know, you, you could just create another character. So, yeah, I don't know. But from what I did see, um, Carano has got a new project. You know, I think it's a Ben Shapiro, um, his company hired her, so that's good, you know, she's working, which, you know, right now, when there's so much unemployment, just let people work and eat, man, let people work and eat. Alright, people, so this week, on Chin Check, we look ahead to Saturday's big heavyweight clash, we've got Derek Lewis... Against Curtis Blades Oh It's definitely an interesting one There's a um, A lot of newcomers Right, a lot of the young bucks Looking to make a name For themselves on this card So we go through all the fights 15 fights people 10 prelims 5 main card, we break them down So check out this week's chin check Do it after the show after this one, share with your people's people and um, leave a review, all that good stuff, people. All right, let's get back to this. I have to say, Amazon Prime has um, it's turned up a few interesting things over the last few weeks, right? Now, one of those is avocado toast. I don't really know why the name, like, I I don't know if Avocado Toast is even in the series, but, right, regardless of the name, the series itself was kind of fun, I did enjoy it, you know, it's one of those, it's funny, because, um, huh, was it last week, it might have been last week, I talked about, uh, a shorter show, right, with, um, shorter episodes, like, 15 minutes, well, yeah, this is another one of those, right, each episode is, yeah, I'd say roughly about 15, 15 or so minutes an episode, you know, I mean, some are slightly shorter, but I don't think we went over 15, which did make it pretty quick to digest, like there's 10 episodes, but yeah, you kind of shoot through them, right, I think especially because you're watching and you're thinking, oh right, you know, where something is, is getting to a point of, oh, okay, so what's happening next, it's then over and you're jumping into the next one, so it's just like, well, I need to know what happens after that, so yeah, why not, let's go on to the next one. Alright, so yeah, you kind of just, boom, smash through it, really, uh, it is, hmm, 
who is our cast? Well, actually, yeah, let's, uh, it's, it's directed by Sam Coyle, right? She's behind the camera, and, um, it is written and starring Heidi Lynch and Perry Voss, you know, they do their things, um, yeah, script-wise and acting, you know, the, uh, I think editors are Anne Catley and Perry Voss. You know, producers, we've got Lynch and Voss again with Charlie David. And our cast, again, as said, look, we got um, Voss and Lynch. Uh, there's also Faye Marzi. She plays the one. Yeah, the one doesn't actually get a name. <laughs> it's, it's like, huh? The one? Hmm. Uh, we've also got Brenda Robbins. She plays Patricia, and that's Elle's, um, Elle's mum. We then have Hunter, who's played by Scott Cavalhero. Yeah, I think it's Scott Cavalhero, and that is... Um, yeah, that's Patricia's boyfriend. <laughs> mm hmm. Yes. There, there is a uh, stuff going on, people. There, there are shenanigans, right? Um. Who else do we have? We've got um, Roger. Who's played by Andrew Moody? That's Patricia's husband. Yeah, that's right, people. I said husband. Um, now, <laughs> you know, Molly has got parents as well, right? So we've got Francis, who is played by Jefferson Mappin, and Meredith, who's played by Mag Ruffman. Uh, we've got, who are the other probably important people here? Uh, there's, yeah, there's a few people that crop up, you know, but, um, our, probably our important people, we've got Rosie, who's played by Nilu Handa, Rosie owns a bar, and Jake, Played by Christian Broom. He's, um, well, he, he's in a band, but he helps Rosie out behind the bar, right? Um, oh, and probably Jordan, who's played by Alexander Nunes. Um, he is a secretary at Patricia's, um, advertising, uh, firm. Right. I'd say they're the main people. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Now, the gist of the show is this, right? So, um, ever wondered about your parents' sex life? Neither did Molly and Ellie until coming out and divorce forced them to learn about their parents' new sexcapades. After a lifetime of dating men, Molly, 31, a grade 8 teacher, surprises herself when she falls in love with a woman for the first time. 
when she finds the courage to come out as bisexual to her suburban parents, they emphatically reveal their own admission. They're swingers and throw sex parties. Meanwhile, Ellie, 33, a creative director, is reeling after learning her parents are divorcing and her mother, who also happens to be her boss, had an affair with a dude young enough to be Elle's brother. To avoid the wrenching pain of her exploded family unit, Elle wages revenge in an eye-for-an-eye corporate takeover against her mother. When Molly gets dumped, she reluctantly heeds a dating advice from her sexually blossoming parents and clumsily embarks on the bisexual dating world while navigating her broken heart. As life as they know it crumbles away and their love lives and careers become precocious, it's their codependent friendship that takes all the heat. Finally, when the pressure cooker blows, they are shocked to realise the nuts haven't fallen so far from the tree. So, yes, there you have it, people. That is our plot. And, um, yeah, as I said, look, I didn't mind this. You know, I enjoyed it, right? It, it, was, it was fun. Now, I, I think one of the things that is um yeah it's interesting right so yeah like we we start off um and yeah molly she'd been away she'd been away for a couple of years teaching abroad and so she returns to l you know who lets her lets her stay back um uh, you know, but I think they've changed things up slightly. You know, what I mean, it's one of those ones. It's just like ah, now I'm getting the bigger room, and you will be in this room, and it's all of that kind of thing. But they seem to be hitting it off, falling back into their old routines and whatnot, which is cool. And as kind of time goes by we we learn more about kind of the things that happen you know about um molly you know what's going on with her um how she how she met this the one although i will say right that, that what we are shown it's not really i don't know I don't really think it, it's that impactful. Like, you don't be like, ooh, yeah, I, I can see how you are hooked, right? It, like, we see them bumping into each other at school, but then suddenly, you know, she's all like, oh, fluttery and stuff, which you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, it didn't seem, yeah, that a lot went down. Right? Because I'm kind of like, if you're changing, you know, you, you're doing something that you've never done before. It seems like it would be a, maybe, I don't know, a longer process. Or that first interaction would be pretty, you know, seismic. Like, you'd spend this period of time to, and then suddenly realise, oh, wait, huh? You know what I mean? But I don't know. It didn't really hit like that but eh, maybe that's just me right could just be me 
Now, we do kind of also see that Ellie, she pretty much is a little crazy. I mean, no, I yeah, that's the wrong word. Ellie isn't, she's not crazy, but it's like, you know, she'll stay out late. She'll, you know, do whatever, whatever it takes to, um, you know, have things fall how she wants them to fall, right? So we see that. I, I, I will say, the whole bar thing, right? I think that was pretty obvious from the giddy up, right? When we have, um, yeah, L, just her interactions with um, um, Jake. Like, you know where that storyline is going. It, 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 it wasn't exactly nuanced. <laughs> you know I mean, from that point, I was like, yeah, right, those two, boom. And uh, kind of that's what happens. Right? Now, I, I think there's a few other things that go down in this. Like, I think Molly's interaction with her mum uh and the whole coming out and her mum's revelations and all of this it probably i like i i don't know that i think the way it it's shown yeah feel okay that's done to um to give everyone the idea of you know, why it's going to be all crazy, when in theory, it was then in another, like, this confrontation, certain things come out, and it's just like, wait, if that's the case, why the hell did you kind of break it down how you did in that first meeting, that first conversation? Because, obviously, it is not like that. Right, so it's kind of, it seems like, you know, a little, one of those ones where it's a little bit of dr more drama to lead a story when you could have possibly gone about it in a different way, maybe, in a slightly different way. But, yeah, I did like, there's this whole incident at school, which, you know, I, I thought, that was, that was very believable, you know, when you've, you, you know, we see Molly and the way she is and everything like that, you know, all the things that are going through her mind, you do look at it and be like, yeah, <laughs> she, she is definitely uh, the, the type that would um, just explode like that. <laughs> You know, he just drop way too much in that wrong situation and get yourself in shit, right? You you could definitely see that. So I, you know, there was things like that that happened, which you're like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. that 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 works. That's fun. That's amusing. And also, it's like you know Molly's conversations with Roger, like that whole thing. You know, the, you know, Elle's kind of thoughts around Roger and everything. Like, I thought that was good. You know, like, I, I thought that was handled very well. You know, 
yeah, it was, it was a good way of going around it, you know? And I don't know, right? I think at the beginning, when, we first, when we're meeting Molly and all of that, Molly looked good. You know, I ain't gonna lie, Molly looks good, right? And when she does herself up to go on a date, I'm like, no, you look better than we, <laughs> you know what I mean, with the curly hair and all of that. It was a bit like, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? And also, I'm like, why did you shave your armpits? Like, what are you doing? Like, you looked, like, it was a hotter look at the giddy up. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, and if that's who you be, that's who you be. Like, don't change that shit. Because you know, then you're you're going to be with someone and they'll be like, oh, wait, why are you letting that grow? Or why are you doing, wait, your hair's that curly? I thought it was, you know what I mean? It's just like, ah, I, I don't know. You got, this, you got the feeling that she wasn't the type necessarily to do all of that. But I don't know. It could be me. Could be me, people. Um. But we, we, you know, we did get a, yeah, we had some fun interactions throughout, you know. I did, I, you know, I, yeah, I did feel that the, um, you know, the secretary, I, that character is a little bit cliche, you know, a little bit cliche, right? Just a little bit, you know, it could be worse, right? Could be worse. But yeah, I was a bit like, eh, it's a shame about that character, like that character, he, that was probably the worst character out of everything, you know, but eh, yeah, all in all, it does work, it is enjoyable, you know, um, I did kind of think that it ended... Like, it ended in a way where you're like, ah, oh, man, this is a bit, like, this should, it, like, I, ah, it was irritating. The ending was irritating because it, it hits a bit, like, obviously, look, it's a, you know, it's a tool to drag you into season two. You know, if there is a season two, I don't know, right? I haven't seen any, I mean, I'm assuming but I, I, I don't know when possibly season two is going to uh, is going to hit. It maybe it has. Right? Maybe it has. Um but yeah. It's uh, feels like I think we, we leave the characters in places where it didn't really make that much sense, right, I, I, I feel that you, you, you knew exactly what was going to happen to Molly, exactly what was going to happen to Molly, right, when you just saw, you know, the path she was going down, you're like, uh, well, it's, you're going to have blah, blah, blah happen, right, and also, in the thing 
that then gets heard because it's just because you know what I mean it will throw her through a fit because I I did feel like the coming out as bisexual as I don't know it was it was one of those things where you'd be like are you though because you know she's like oh this is the first time I've kind of liked a girl and I don't necessarily want to jump girls it's just her so it's just like I I don't know because I'm just like I swear you know everything's got a term now right everything seems to have a friggin' term <laughs> which is just like hmm but that you know there's that thing where it's like you just love a person right and it doesn't matter the sex you know it could be a, a man woman whatever but you love that personality that's the thing that draws you and that's what it kind of seemed what she was describing you know so he's a bit like eh, you know but um i've lost where i was going yeah completely lost where i was going but anyway so you knew where that was going and how they would probably throw it at you you know because it then plays with her decision and you know we we can then have her questioning who she is in season two now with l l was one of those ones where all right throughout right throughout these episodes you've been doing a certain thing which kind of makes you like wait and you're you wouldn't check like how are you not check because when a thing is said to her you're like yeah of course she is <laughs> like of course she is you read and it was yeah it was an odd it was an odd thing for her i thought just because like you know what i mean she's making you know spinach smoothies all the time and talking about oh yeah i'm looking after myself i'm doing this i'm doing that so you kind of feel someone like her isn't being lapsed when it comes to a certain thing you know what i mean right i i, I kind of feel that if 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 the between the two of them molly might be the one to forget about you know doing a thing when they're doing a thing you know what I mean? but yeah i don't know it it just seemed like having those two these two things happen to these characters it, it it's more about ah yeah this will give us more storylines for season two rather than this fits into these characters we have created you know it, it just seemed like 180s on them when we have seen them you know develop and evolve over the course of these 10 episodes so uh, yeah, it was a slight meh i don't know but i didn't feel it spoiled things right i still did enjoy the program right so yeah i would recommend it you know it was definitely an easy thing to watch and as i said you look you finish one and you want to jump to the next because you're like wait huh where's that going what are they doing now all right 
Uh, and I think I've seen it said that it's roughly about two hours. Two hours. Which, that's just a movie. You know what I mean? So you could just watch the whole season in the time it would take to watch a movie, right? So, yeah, why not? <laughs> you might as well. Or at least just give it a try. You know what I mean? Just give it a try. Because the first episode is, I don't know, on Amazon, it says it's 13 minutes. I mean... For to give something a taste, yeah, thirty minutes ain't anything, right? So uh, yeah, avocado toast, people, give it a whirl. It's on Amazon Prime, and yeah, I do, I do enjoy those two main characters, Molly, um, who is played by Heidi Lynch, and Elle, who is played by Perry Voss. So yeah, give it a give it a go. I think you'll enjoy it. So I'm always looking for, um, you know, something new. And if you can find, like, a good series, that's always the great thing, right? Because it means then there's more books. You don't have to think about, oh, what am I going to read next? Because you have this series with a built-in set of books. So it's like, oh, at least the next two are sorted out or four that which is the case with this week so i checked out an ember in the ashes right um thanks to an audio audible sale an audible sale right i um yes yeah, stumbled on the book and i thought you know what let me give it a try right it, it seemed to have a lot of good reviews to it so i was like all right i'm not gonna read them but if all these people are saying it's fine, and you know, I checked out the um, yeah, the little sound bite, and I was like, all right, no, the um, the narrators, they they seem all right. I can, they're not gonna great. <laughs> it was a uh, Aisha Keeler and Jack Farah, you know, who do do a good job. So I was like, right, let me give this a shot. So the books from Sabah Tahir. And the gist is this. Laya is a slave, Elias a soldier, neither is free. Under the martial empire, defiance is met with death. Those who do not vow their blood and bodies to the empire risk the execution of their loved ones and the destruction of all they hold dear. It is in this brutal world inspired by ancient Rome that Leia <clears throat> lives with her grandparents and older brother. The family ekes out an existence in the empire's impoverished back streets. They do not challenge the empire. They've seen what happens to those who do. But when Leia's brother is arrested for treason, Leia is forced to make a decision. In exchange for help from rebels who promised to rescue her brother, she will risk her life to spy for them. From within the Empire's greatest military academy, there, Liam meets Elias, the school's finest soldier, and secretly, it's most unwilling. Elias wants only to be free of the tyranny he's been trained to enforce. He and Lias soon realise that their destinies are intertwined and that their choices will change the fate of the Empire 
itself. Bum, bum, bum. So, um, this is an odd one for me, right? Because I remember when I started it, I was a bit like, Ugh, I think this is irritating. This is going to irritate the shit out of me. And, uh, you know, it's a bit like, oh, dear. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. But, as, um, as time went on, I was a bit like, actually, no. I, I'm actually enjoying it. But then it hit a bit, like, it hit stuff where I'm a bit like, why did it have to go and do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, because we we start off with, you know, Laya as she's with her um, grandparents and her brother. And, like, our whole situation kind of occurs. Situation occurs. And I did find myself, like, it didn't necessarily make a lot of sense. Right? Because... It's one of those ones, you know, you, you see in films and TV, they do it a lot, right, as well as books, where, you know, like, people are keeping a secret, and it's just like, wait, uh, and, but once you find out the secret, it's a bit like, well, you could have told people that, like, that's not crazy, and especially your supposed best friend, because, you know, when we've, we've seen scenes where you've shared other information, right? So it's just a bit like, if you can share that, you could have shared that knowledge. You know, or, if you're like this person who, you know, you're saying, oh, I love, you know, these people so much, and blah, blah, blah. So why would you put them in danger? You know, there's, a, there's always this stuff, and it's just like, it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. Then you have the character who's, like, beating themselves over the head with the fact, like, I should have done more, I should have done... It's just like, what? Like, what were you going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's always stupid, because it's just like, look, you don't fight, you don't do this, you don't do that. So how were you going to help the situation? Hmm? How? You weren't. So stop. Like, stop. Because, yes, look, I think we, we find ourselves in kind of, you know, I think we often find ourselves in situations and you'd be like, ah, I wish I had done that differently or I could have done that. But then there are also ones where it's just like, ah, god damn it, that didn't go like I'd wanted it to. But what else could I have done? You know what I mean? Like, what else could I have done? You know, you understand, yeah, I, I, I wasn't changing that, right, whatever I ever done, I wasn't changing that, you know, it's like if you're running a race, be like, well, I couldn't have trained harder, you know, so I couldn't have run faster, you know, it, it's certain things, so there are times when these situations happen in these stories, and you're just like, well, that character, what was that character going to do, they were never you know what I mean? So you can have them go, oh man, it sucks that this happened to blah, blah, blah. But for them to always be like, I should have done. It'd be like, what? You should have done what? What? 
Like, not everyone is of that mindset. You know, because, yes, there are people that are, for sure, you know? But not everyone has that. Like, uh, I wish I had done, I could have done, uh, I'm such a failure. And you're like, ah, oh, shut up. No, if you're like, I wish my brother hadn't of, you'd be like, yeah, I get that. But the rest of it is just like, ugh, be quiet. Like, be quiet. And then there's these secrets. And you'd be like, oh, you know, oh, and you'd be like, well, why was that a secret? Right? Why was that? Especially when you know that, oh, so they knew about that. They knew about that. They knew about that. So why aren't you telling them that? Right? I remember watching Smallville back in the day. And, like, you know, Clark's excuse was, I don't want to put my friends in danger, so I'm not telling them who I am. And it's like, yeah, but every week they're getting kidnapped. Right? They're always in danger. <laughs> you say that your Superman isn't going to change that. Because even without them knowing your Superman, they're in danger every single week. Right, so it's just a ridiculous excuse within the story. It makes no sense. Now, obviously, you could probably say a whole heap of other things. Why? But haven't. That's the excuse they went with. And it doesn't, it just doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it for the story. So, yeah, that was like the beginning. And you're just a bit like, yeah, come on, man. What's happening here? But it, it then got a bit more interesting, right? D different things are happening. So we go to this battle school, as it were, you know, this training facility. And, you, you, you know, we're seeing what's going down. And, and like the kind of. The whole issues with that, yeah, I think that's always a little bit intriguing. Now, there are things, again, still, that didn't always make a lot of sense. Didn't make, always make a lot of sense, right? Because you've got, at one minute, we have Elias, you know, he's thinking about his best friend, Helen. And we have him going, oh, yeah, maybe, right? But then it's like, oh, you know, we, I can't. She's my best friend. Oh, oh, I don't want to mess it up. Oh, like, oh. And it's just like, wait, 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 hold on. If it's your best friend, you can have a conversation. Like, you can talk about, because it's just like, oh, yeah, we beat, you know, we're together, we, we got out of this scrape, and we were in this situation, and we did this and this, so you're just like, oh, if that's the case, then surely you can, you know, you can talk about certain things, right, can talk about certain things. Yeah, so the, the the excuse again it didn't really make any sense. Didn't when you know, as I said, look, there's already a bit where we have him kind of going, Oh yeah, she's fine, she's fine, oh and then it's suddenly like, no, 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 no. And then is you know, making these claims like I can never love you and I don't love you and I rah. it's just like, huh? What? Yeah, it's just weird. It was, it was a weird thing, right? And you, like, there's always, there's you hope, 
like certain things aren't going to be oh so those two again get put together right you always hope that these things it's not going to you know just slip into that common denominator that common trait that trope that always turns up right be like oh so the girl that we meet at the beginning and then this guy and you're gonna put those together and blah 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 but there's always a love triangle right i don't know why they always do that they but they always will have this stupid love triangle and you'll be like oh so they kiss and then they'll have them kiss and oh that one's gonna always think oh is she with him or and she's gonna think oh is he with her and it's just like it's just what are we doing here like what a, not everything is that cliched <laughs> like there are so many other reasons why sometimes people don't get a, together or just think to themselves oh is this the best thing to do you know it, like oh do i have time is it going to interfere with this or oh but her brother said that if i talk to her he's gonna fuck me up or you know what i mean like there's other things there's other things that we could have here and do but they yeah it just goes in that you know familiar way which was a bit like oh and everyone's got secrets you know we'll, we'll have things and like one person will demand right be like oh you need to tell me this but they won't then return the info which they have which is always a bit like mm, i would say <laughs> right if you want that you've got to give me something tell me this you know there's just things like that that go down and it makes you wonder so we we have these people called the augurs who are like the not like the ruling council but they're the, the wise people and they kind of give the emperor the information that, that you know he needs to be able to rule and the this kind of thing they predict the future and all of this right and they're all knowing they're all knowing they're very powerful they can't be killed here that's what we hear all the time can't be killed so we have these people that know everything but then these other characters can block the faults, block their faults, and it's not questioned. You know, like you can might think, oh, one person blocking my faults, fine. But suddenly, if multiple people are blocking your faults, you'd think something's not right here. Something isn't right. <laughs> also again if you have these like because there's these trials that take place and you think it, these trials which are meant to be secret meant to be secret right but a lot of shit goes down which shows that pe certain people have been given information and you're acting like eh, but we can't find evidence but it's clear that has happened right through the assassination attempts and this and this and that right it's obvious it's clear stuff information is out so why would you be like oh we have no proof hmm. 
there's certain things that start to not quite line up. Not quite line up, right? You've got this this place that's, you know, a fortress, a fortress. But people are sneaking in and out all the time. Which is like, wait, hold on. How can it be a fortress and these people sneak out? And then... The way they sneak out, it's meant to be, oh, it's so perilous, and oh, yeah, yeah, this was an issue, and this was an issue, but getting back in, no problem. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, there started to be these things come up that just made no, just didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. Then we have an issue with, um, you know, like, best friends, and then they start to doubt, like, be like, oh, I don't appreciate those actions, and they're doing this, and you need to do this, and and all of this happening, and you're like, wait, 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 right, you started off telling us that these people are their best friends, they've been through all of this stuff, which means, if you're a best friend, and you've been best friends for all of these years, all of these years, you would understand these people's character, you know, you would be like, all right, well, I know they're the type of person to do this, or, you know, think this, so why would you always jump to the wrong conclusion? right, we have this period where characters are jumping to the wrong conclusion, all the freaking time, and you're like, wait, what, it doesn't make any sense, like, that makes no sense whatsoever, you know, like, why would that happen, why would you do that, and then at the very end, you you know, you then have the revelation, be like, oh, what they were saying was true, and oh, I wonder if they can ever forgive me for, you know, the way I, what, you're like, wait, what? Now, so now you're going to believe, it's just like, jeez, man, you know? And another thing that was just a little frustrating was someone's help, like, one character helps another character numerous times, like, numerous times. And in situations where the character doing the helping, you know, the ramifications could be huge, could be huge. But you then have a bit where one of these augurs, right, tells up this person, tells them what to do and how to, um, you know, s- sort out this situation. So the character does that. Then they, you know, oh, you need to make all of these promises before, you know, I'm going to release you, and it's really like, wait, what, (laughs) which was just, you're scratching your head, because you're like, wait, 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 they saved you on all of these occasions, all of these occasions, when it could have gone real bad, they've also told you several other things, right, the reason they're in this shit is because they didn't want to do a certain thing, so why the 
fuck would you then be like, oh, you need to do this, right? It, it was just a scene that made absolutely no like no sense. It was weird. It was a, just a really weird scene to throw in there. You know, and we've got like Layla is a character like you know she lived with her grandparents in the poor part of the city like she's meant to understand how shit is but when she goes to this academy right you'd think she would know how to act right you'd think she would know what to do to ensure that all eyes aren't on her because all we're hearing is oh like, you know, they rape the slaves all the time, and they do this to the slaves all the time, so, you know, living where she lives, she would have, it would have been a similar thing, but she's doing these weird things, and you're like, wait, but you would have that understanding, that would have been part of your life to, you know, act in a certain way to avoid, you know, being raped, which is one of those things that's kind of just thrown there, you know what I mean, like, oh yeah, these people, they get raped, and yeah, that, that's it, and you're like, wait, there are other bad things that can happen, <laughs> you know what I mean, rape, yes, rape is terrible, and rape is horrible, but why do we have so much of it, like, why is there so much of it referenced here, you know, like, there are plenty of, you know, just crazy, nasty things going down, but all, all these evil people, that's the big threat. Be like, wait, I'm going to get you alone and I'm going to rape you. I can't wait to see you here and I'm going to rape you. Oh, yeah, smile, because I'm going to rape you. It's just like, okay, <laughs> you know, calm down. Like, it's not, uh, yeah, I'm going to fuck you up, man. All right, smile. I'm going to just punch you in the mouth. Or, yeah, how about I stab you? You know what I mean? I'm going to kill you. Or, ah, yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. See what happens. But it's always, I'm going to rape you. And you're like, come on, man. Like, not everyone is thinking rape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not everyone's thinking rape. All right? Let, let's do something else. You know what I mean? Let's do something else. But, yeah, that's it. But it, that I think that's the problem, right? So, there, there is chunks of this book I did enjoy but then there's these other things where it suddenly just jumps into these you know just boring tropes right these things that we see over and over again which is a bit like god damn it why are we doing this so you know there are four books in the series so I'm going to check out the next book right I, I, I want to see where it does go, because, like, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm not, I'm not overly in love with the, the way it all ended, but, yeah, I, I do kind of want to go, all right, there were promising moments, so let's see if the second book, after this first one has kind of set the scene, you know, now the second book has should have room to breathe. So uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna check out a torch against the night, 
and see um see yeah how things develop and um you know if, if we move away from the tropes right so um yeah i'll uh yeah i'll let you know how i find that one not sure when i'll do it but um i'll i'll, I'll probably hit it in a f in a few weeks or so so um yes stay tuned on that one but i will say look as i said the narration and everything is very good and it's the writing is good right it is it, it, i wouldn't say like taha's writing is bad it it's just some of the the story points that become a bit jarring and irritating so um yeah i don't know i i do feel that an ember in the ashes will definitely speak to people that you know, probably were fans of um the hunger game series right now i i'm probably more of the other books you have is i think the first book hunger games i'd say it's probably better than this but if you really loved what mockingbird and to catch a fire then yeah then you you're you'll enjoy this one you know so it's those like the insurgent stuff you know that kind of thing i feel if you're a fan of those stories then an ember in the ashes is it's probably up your alley so yeah there you go people i feel that's the comparisons to make but um yeah audible that's the way to go right so boom okay people so as we draw to a close on another episode let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of tv so um for ages right it's been um thrown around that hasbro were working on a clue film right so um yeah things seem to have changed right no longer are they doing a film but now it's an animated tv series yeah all right so um this will be coming uh through e1 and bento box entertainment for fox next work uh and uh, yeah they're animating clue which probably I think it's probably gonna probably fit better than a film, right? I don't know, but yeah, the game was always about um, yeah a group uh, you know of six guests: Professor Plum, Colonel Mustard, Miss Scarlet, Mrs. Peacock, Mr. Green, and Mrs. White, right? And um, yeah, someone was killed. So you have to guess who did it and with what weapon. Alright, so, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. It's always it's always one of those things that you're thinking like, uh, okay, isn't that just like a Miss Marple, <laughs> you know what I mean, thing? But no. So they're doing an animated series. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Now, as suspected, right, we, we spoke about the firing, 
But uh, yeah, Disney have confirmed. I, I keep on saying Disney, but it's Lucasfilm, right? But Lucasfilm is owned by Disney, so yeah, who? Yeah, it's all kind of the same thing. But uh, yeah, Lucasfilm, Lucasart even have confirmed that they will not be recasting Cara Dunn. You know, so um, yeah, it is what it is. But right, ah, uh, you, you do kind of feel that man, Carano should have just. Laid off social media Just laid off social media I mean it's not great anyway But you know she had her own Series coming Guest appearances Were there Right there was so much So much if she could have Just not posted Now obviously as I said I don't think a firing Was necessary But it is what it is You know she just there's certain things you can't do when you're working for organizations right so it is what it is okay in other news uh so yeah we've got the gremlins animated series coming to hbo max and they have added some uh, you know familiar names to the cast right so uh ming nay wen she will be, uh, yeah, she will be adding her voice to proceedings along with BD Wong, um, James Hong, right, Matthew Reese, um, he's also there, right? Now, the others' roles aren't, you know, we don't know what they're gonna be doing, but Reese will be voicing the villain of the piece. Right, so, uh, yes, you know, other than that, I don't know, right, I, we, we haven't got a, a date or anything like that, just the, uh, yeah, you know, the outline of the story, which is um, a teenage street thief named L, um, Sam and Gizmo. Um, you know, they take a perilous journey through the Chinese countryside, encountering and sometimes battling colourful monsters and spirits from Chinese folklore on a quest to return Gizmo to his family. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. There is that. Now, the two films were fun, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so, uh, what's the per Simone Ashley, she is joining the cast of, um, Bridget, Bridget, Bridgerton, Bridgerton, right, that Netflix show that everyone seems to be talking about, haven't been able to, uh, get round to that yet, but I guess I will probably be, uh, Taking a look at some point um, At some time But yes, she she's going to be Playing, it says Kate Sharma, right And will be a love interest Of um, Anthony Bridgerton So, uh, right, I guess The show is, I don't even Know what this is about, really So, uh, yeah I don't know 
<laughs> it, that will mean something to some people, right? It does look like they're trying to do a um, a spin-off of um, CIS Hawaii. Yeah, doing a Hawaii version. Hmm. I mean, they they've done everything else, right? <laughs> now, interestingly enough, right? So Amazon Prime have a, a, a show called Soulmates, right? Which is um, a dating kind of thing. That, yeah, I think that's going to be on next week's episode. Just finished watching that. But uh, yeah, Netflix have got a, a, a similar sounding show called The One that's going to be hitting on the 12th of March, right? So... Uh, it basically follows a girl called Rebecca and she's the ambitious and impulsive founding CEO of Match DNA, a tech company that has designed a DNA test that allows people to identify their perfect partner. Which, yeah, it does sound a little bit similar to this um, soulmate thing on Prime. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it will be interesting to uh, compare, right? Uh, so, um, in other news, right, over on HBO Max, it looks like uh, Isa, Isa Ray is a new show, which is a good thing because, you know, Insecure is coming to a close. But, yeah, so she, her new show, it's an eight-episode order, half-hour episodes, and it's called Rap Shit. Right, and um, she's working with Sarita Singleton, who is going to be, um, you know, the showrunner. And uh, yeah, I think she's executive producing, right? And it follows two estranged high school friends from Miami who reunite to form a rap group. Hmm. So yeah, there is some kind of. There were rap elements in uh, Insecure, so uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where this one goes. You know. All right. So um, Netflix have a new anime. Um, anime coming, right? It's uh, called I don't know Dota Dragon's Blood D O T A, right? So it's meant to be based on a. Um, computer game series called Dota 2 or D-O-T-A-2 whatever the fuck that means right, I don't know if it's acronyms or what, but yeah, you know, it's gonna be 8 episodes right, and um yeah, it says that this series tells the story of Davon a renowned dragon knight devoted to wiping the scourge from the face of the world. Uh, following encounters with a powerful ancient Eldworm, as well as a, the noble Princess Myrna, on a secret mission of her own, Davon becomes embroiled in events larger than he could have ever imagined. Hmm. Now, this is uh, a very curious thing, right? So, uh, 
Tim Burton is um, getting back with the Adams family. Yeah. Well, when I say the Adams family, it's more Wednesday Adams, right? So he, he's doing a live action TV series called Wednesday. And yeah, it's going to be following um, Wednesday Adams. And it's uh, over on Netflix, right? So. Um, It's a coming-of-age series, right? It's going to be eight episodes. And um, they're saying it's a sleuthing, supernaturally-infused mystery charting Wednesday Adams' years as a student at Nevermore Academy. There she attempts to master her emerging psychic ability, fought a monstrous killing spree that has terrorised the local town, and solve a supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago dum 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 so uh, yeah hmm so supposedly Al Goff and Miles Miller created the series and will serve as showrunners and executive producers Interesting, right? Because I don't know. Wednesday always was um, a fan favorite, so yeah. Hey, this could be interesting, right? Um, no word on when this will hit. Just says coming soon. Hmm. So also, right? Word is Wonder Vision is the most popular thing on TV right now, right? Which is like, okay, huh, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm not so, I'm not saying it's probably not a great series, but you'd never have expected, you know, an MCU TV show to be the most popular thing on TV. So, uh, yeah. Now, the series is coming to an end on the 5th of March, which is very good because then I will start watching it. And the um yeah, the the, the next series is starting yeah two weeks later, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that's hits on the 19th of March, but on the 12th, so the week in between, we will be getting right a, a new show. Right, it's called Marvel Studios Assembled, and it's a behind the scenes look at the making of um, WandaVision. Right, so uh, you know, a, a similar thing to the Disney Gallery series that, yeah, looked at the making of The Mandalorian. So, yeah, this will be, um, yeah, this new one is. Uh, Taking a look at probably all of the probably look at all of these um, new MCU TV shows, which yeah, could be very intriguing. So uh, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Now something else that is intriguing is uh, yeah we are getting a new TV show. And this one will be Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, right? Which, um, yeah, I think it's a fun, it's a fun series. 
right? It's about Lunella Lafayette, right? And she's a 13-year-old girl who is supposedly the most intelligent person in the Marvel Universe. Hmm. Yes. So, um, in this, she will be voiced by Diamond White, right? Who is an actress and a singer. I don't recognise the name, but I'm, you know, maybe I know some of her stuff. I don't know, right? So she's going to be um, voicing, uh, yeah, Lunella, right? Lawrence Fishburne will also be uh, voicing um, the Beyonder in the series. We're also gonna get um, Alfreya Woodard and Anthony Williams, uh, who will be voicing Lanella's grandparents. Um, Lib Barra as her best friend. Uh, Sasha Zamata and Jermaine Fowler as her parents. And Fred. Attack uh, a score as the devil dinosaur himself. Hmm, who is a 10 ton T Rex and bright red. <laughs> right, so um, basically, after Luena accidentally brings devil dinosaur into present day New York City via a time vortex, the duo works together to protect the city's Lower East Side from danger. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Fishburne and Steve Luter are executive producing this series that is scheduled to start sometime next year. And, uh, yeah, let's end on this one, right? This is a, it's a nice little story. So, yeah, I want to say towards the end of last year, I feel it was, right? So, um, The Chappelle Show, right? It came to Netflix, and everyone was happy. But Dave asked... Um, yeah, and ask Netflix to take it down and everyone to stop watching because, you know, Viacom, Comedy Central, they owed him money. They owed him money. They had all the rights to it all. Yeah, they kind of fucked him over, right? So, um, yeah, Netflix did the very nice thing of um, taking it off the air, something they didn't have to do. And, um, yeah. Everything has ended well because, yeah, Comedy Central and Viacom, they did the right thing. They gave Chappelle back the rights to the show. And it seemed they also paid him a gang of cash. So with all of that, um, yeah, the show is now back on Netflix. Right, so um, Chappelle had this to say. I asked you to stop watching the show and thank God almighty for you, you did. You made that show worthless because without your eyes, it's nothing. And when you stopped watching it, they called me. I got my name back, I got my license back, and I got my show back and they paid me millions of dollars. 
thank you very much. After all these years, I can finally say to Comedy Central, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. Right, so, uh, yeah. All ends world uh, All ends world uh, Hmm. However that expression is meant to go, insert it here. <laughs> but people, that is it. We are done. And we will see you again next Wednesday. Right? So, um, yo, make sure you check out Echo Chamber tomorrow because it is insane. It's huge. We have got three lots of interviews. Three lots of interviews and a gang of films, people. I think there's... Oh gosh, I think there's five, maybe six films, right? It's going to be split over three parts, but they're all dropping tomorrow. So yeah, it's going to be a fun one, people. So make sure you check it out. And until next Wednesday, peace.